While U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen continues lying to our collective faces, posturing that the U.S. banking system is safe, sober up and take note. A recent academic study just revealed that one in four, or close to 1,200 U.S. banks, are now at risk of a bank run, leading them to bankruptcy. We'll get into the details of this important study shortly, but first, a bit of a breakdown by Hugh Henry from last week, detailing how nearly instant ACH capital outflows from U.S. banks may end up causing a bank crisis larger than this country has ever seen. We just ended on, on the banks. What do you make of the regional banks right now? Like, how bad is it going to get? Um, real bad. A bank is like a hedge fund, okay? And hedge funds, uh, they put a gate, which is say, when you, went, when you want your money back, they go, oh, we'll call you, yeah? Mm. If you're in one of these big, huge, super hedge funds, it can take you two years to get the money out. And of course, what we discovered with the iPhone, with the banks, the deposits instantly come out. Mm -hmm. okay? mm -hmm. Secondly, why are the deposits coming out? I think initially, in fact, I do even think initially, the money is coming out because CDs, Banking CDs were priced at 10 basis points, and the Fed's giving you 500 basis points. And hard-pressed folk are like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> boom, Apple, boom, money market, mutual fund, okay? Yeah. And what that revealed was the conceit and the arrogance of a kind of cool idea. The cool idea with the Fed was, hey, banks, like, we're uh, the Treasury, we've got a ton of Treasuries to sell. What if, what if you, you hold it in a hold to maturity portfolio and you don't have to, mark, to market? Just ignore it, it's on us. People are like, yeah, cool, I'm in for that, right, okay? Nice idea, except when you get the deposit flight, suddenly, it's untenable that you can hold the security to maturity and you have to sell it. When you sell it, you reveal the hidden thing under the iceberg, under the, under the sea. The mark-to-mark -mark loss mm -hmm. is greater than the shareholder funds. Wall Street on Parade writes, The study focuses on unrealized losses, on assets, on the books of U.S. banks in a category called held to maturity, which under current accounting rules does not have to be marked to market, as well as unrealized losses on debt securities, that also have not been marked to market, unless they are sold, for example, to raise cash to pay fleeing depositors. The professors find that, quote, the U.S. banking system's market value of those assets is 2.2 trillion lower than suggested by their book value of assets accounting for loan portfolios held to maturity. Then you have to take into account the speed of the internet and falling bank stocks of late. The toxic combination allows fear to spread faster than ever before. In pulling one's cash via ACH outflows from banks, it's merely a few clicks away on the internet. So this building bank crisis is only starting. But let's stop focusing on the small fry regional bank failures ahead and rather focus in on the four bloated mega banks who on a real mark to market basis could also be bankrupt zombies waiting to be run upon. This academic study goes deeper to focus on the concentration of unrealized deposits in the U.S. banking system, in which nearly half reside within GSIBs like J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and Citibank. The study stated point blank, quote, out of the 10 largest insolvent banks, one has assets above 1 trillion, three have assets between 200 billion and 1 trillion, three have assets between 100 billion and 200 billion, and the remaining three have assets between 50 billion and 100 billion. 
Wall Street on Parade stated that they don't know which of the four mega banks the authors are referring to, and they were asked via email if they would identify the banks, but they declined. Short sellers will undoubtedly drill down to the regulatory data filed by the four banks to determine the name of the bank in the study, and these bank failures are not because of short selling, okay? The banks are insolvent because they got misfooted with their portfolios, and now fear is spreading, and there are bank runs a coming. But me personally, I got my guess, and of the four mega banks listed here, my belief is that before this U.S. bank crisis ends, one of these supposedly too-big-to-fail banks will no longer exist. So where have much of the bank capital outflows been running to of late? Well, a building that will set on fire later on, called Money Market Funds, broke the buck in 2008 GFC, if you recall that, and the U.S. Government Accountability Office cites that Money Market Funds were under massive pressure during COVID-2020, and oh yeah, when the next major liquidity spillover event finally hits, the time in which everyone and their brother is asking for their capital back? Well, the SEC will be there, allowing money market fund redemption gating, meaning only so much can be withdrawn so fast. Oh, and also for a small redemption fee, of course. Good luck. This bank failure cartoon was recently published by China Daily, a country I wouldn't put a dime of my capital inside of, given their lack of respect for the rule of law, property rights, legit accounting standards, transparency, and their lack of respect for human rights. But while the Chinese banking system is an even worse mess and black box than the U.S. banking system at the moment, this week there was some gold-related Chinese bank system news which made headlines. Apparently, some Chinese banks are going to begin allowing regular fiat yuan savers to easily open up gold and precious metals wallets in their banks. What some overly excited onlookers think is the first step to gold monetization in China. Yeah, well, call me a cynic and hold your China gold moon horses. If you know anything about the Hong Kong and Chinese gold markets, you'd know that mass paper gold accounts have existed there for decades. And paper gold accounts are often a function for spot price gamblers to simply take swings at short-term price movements. They're not there for bullion redemptions. You can think of Asian paper gold accounts as Unsecured Western ETFs like GLD, IAU, or SLV. You know, places where would-be bullion buying capital goes to have a gamble at price action, while then only owning counterparty risk and not owning any physical bullion outright. But there are some big Chinese bank names involved in this report, involving China Construction Bank and the Postal Savings Bank of China, the former being a GSIB or Global Systematically Important Bank. And reportedly, gold and precious metal wallet savers will be allowed to take physical redemptions in the form of bullion. Now juxtapose that with our mega zombie banks, who wouldn't dare talk with you about getting physical bullion, unless perhaps you are a high net worth investor or institution, and even then perhaps only if they could profit off you and perhaps front run your trading plans. Here in the Western world, Metals Focus does have a few authors who are based out of China, and this week they pointed out that feedback from bank branches in China suggests that bullish price action in gold there has prompted fresh interest from investors who might not traditionally buy gold bullion. In other words, higher net worth Chinese are beginning to buy gold bullion. And the additional premium being paid on gold bullion in China over the last year compared to international spot prices reflects the sense of urgency of late in China to acquire physical gold bullion. It also helps that the PBOC or Chinese Central Bank has publicly reported buying more official gold bullion over the last six months in a row, while the rest of the global central banks 
in the world on net have been buying gold bullion since last year 2022 began in volumes not seen since before World War II. So there you have it. The U.S. banking system has many, many more bank runs and failures to come. And while China is beginning to offer bullion savings accounts, and even one of their mega banks is reportedly beginning to offer it, with immediate redemptions on the real physical precious thing. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Smash the like button if you enjoy these bullion market updates and share it with those who might find the information valuable. Also, be sure to enter our free Monster Box sweepstakes. Want to win 500 Silver Eagle coins just like this guy? Yeah, this is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. I'm calling to you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a Monster Box of 2022 Silver Eagle. Unbelievable. That is awesome. <laughs> So click the link below for your chance to win. Good luck to all of you out there who enter our free 500-ounce American Silver Eagle coin giveaway sweepstakes. This week in silver and gold spot price action, we saw a large sell-off in spot silver, but steady sideways consolidation for spot gold in fiat fed note terms. The spot silver price closes the week at 24 an ounce with a large sell-off, likely spurred on by supposedly lower price inflation data, but really, most likely algorithm trading that switches from net long silver positions to ones longer in gold. As we saw the spot gold silver ratio climb from the high 70s to now the end the week at 84. Take advantage of silver spot price weakness while it lasts. The team at Visual Capitalist had great informational displays, a few of them this week, that are worth sharing with you all here. The first one is a look at general energy heavy weighted commodity values versus stocks or equity valuations. Now stocks are a ripoff at the moment, while commodities will have another raging secular bull market to come, probably while stocks are enjoying a prolonged bear market to nowhere, but less in terms of real value in time. Now speaking of time, this chart says that what I just told you, using gold as the measuring balance, uh, basically the best precious commodity to use in trying to ascertain real value data over the long duration. Here we have the S&P 500 US stocks divided by the gold price over a hundred year time frame. And the chart shape to me suggests, based on where we are today, that gold bullion owners will likely outperform the S&P 500 by more than fourfold as this decade plays out into the next. The good news is that polls illustrate that young people are increasingly understanding that both stocks and cryptocurrencies are often a ripoff, and they are getting better clued into the long-term value proposition that gold bullion offers at the moment. Speaking of cryptos, Visual Capitalist had this interesting illustration of the carnage and failures in that market over the last decade. According to CoinMarketCap, there are like 9,600 cryptos left, or at least those that they deem worth uh, supplying dynamic price data for. Now I'm gonna take the over on about 9,000 of those being dead as we move into the Operation Central Bank disgrace the cryptocurrency markets uh, where they can introduce their oncoming CBDC systems. So we have the situation where probably 9,000 of those will be dead by the end of the decade. And we're gonna have to go through an era of failing banks and basically your only options are uh, failing banks, uh, seemingly lawless crypto markets, uh, perhaps bullion, or large government central banks they'll be ready for their citizens to begin holding direct CBDC accounts with them when the time becomes right. Now, moving on to the clown show that is the U.S. fiscal and financial debt quagmire that keeps exploding bigger and wider. Thus far in 2023, deficits are exploding in sizes way larger than last year. Stop me if you think that trend's going to reverse anytime soon. 
Interest on our rolling federal debt of near $32 trillion is now hitting almost $1 trillion per quarter. A good thing the U.S. Treasury can tell the New York Fed to punch the silver lace keyboard 13 times so they can always burr and pay these deficits and or interest expenses whenever they feel like. Now, of course, that nonsense is not going to last. The rest of the world is not going to put up with that. I'm not the only one who says that, and you all know this. But for now, this is the criminal fiat financialized system that we all live in. Now, finally, to close, one of the world's best investors based on annual performance for decades running, Stan Drunkenmiller, gave a 40-minute discussion at the USC Business School, and it was published and highly aggregated this week in headlines and on the Internet. Now, I listened to the interview and discussion, and Stan, he stated the obvious. I mean, many, many more bank bankruptcies and other corporate bankruptcies in all flavors and sizes are coming. He reportedly stated that he is in gold and silver right now, with the caveat being that he can change his mind in a week or two. He also hammered home a point that he has been making since at least 2014, that forget the ballooning $32 trillion hard U.S. federal debt at the moment. Uh, that's the headline number that people always hammer home. But if we add the net present value of unfunded, unsaved for promise piles like Social Security and Medicare and other unfunded liabilities in the future to net present value today, this graphic would basically sevenfold in size. In other words, in real value terms, without a time machine or free abundant energy for all, uh, the easiest way and the typical historical way to solve this uh, is not outright default. It's actually for the fiat reserve currency. It's basically high inflation and real value loss. Uh, that's the release valve. So not only you're going to get the number that uh, you're promised, but there's no promise about what it's actually going to buy. Easterners and increasingly Eastern central banks, they know this and they're acting on it in record volumes in a lot of ways as we all should be doing, acquiring prudent bullion positions and doing so before it gets prohibitively more costly to do so and the rest of the world wakes up, especially in the West. Well, that is all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel, finally hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content. Thank you.